بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد This is one of the most precious nights This is one of the most valuable nights This is one of the most significant nights in the whole year You've got the whole year one of the most precious nights one of the most valuable nights one of the most significant nights one of the most important nights and one of the most virtuous nights we're familiar with ramadan and we're not far from there however regarding this particular night it seems there doesn't seem to be much observance of it people don't seem to be informed regarding it so we're going to spend a few moments inshallah just understanding more about what tonight is about and what exactly does Allah want from us and what did the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam tell us in previous years i've not gone into that i've gone into mentioning other things feeling that everybody already knows let's talk about what we need to be doing but i've realized as time's gone by especially here in birmingham up north mashallah there are many events taking place and the night is observed by many many muslims but here in the west midlands i've noticed that there's very less observance of this particular night after speaking to numerous people people are saying what what's this night night about what are we supposed to do is there anything is it even authentic is there anything we're supposed to do so with this in mind inshallah i'm going to just take a few moments to go through some of the hadith um that have been mentioned in regards to this night now there are so many hadith there are 10 sahaba that mention the hadith about this particular night all four imams have spoken about the virtues of this night imam ash-shafi'i rahmatullah alayhi in his kitabul um he speaks about the virtue of this night Imam Ash-Shafi'i specifically mentions about this particular night. He says this night is a night of istijab, meaning in this night is a night of acceptance. You should make dua. Duas are accepted. It's a night of acceptance. A person should stay awake in the night as much as possible, not stay awake the whole night, but he says this is a night of acceptance. Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi says this is a night of virtue. Imam Malik rahmatullahi says this is a very important and special night. Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal rahmatullahi says that the hadith mentioned regarding the virtue of this night are sahih. They are authentic. And a person should observe this particular night. These are all four imams. All four imams mention. Let's look at some of the hadith. Number 1, the first hadith. Again, hadithun sahih. The ulama of hadith mentioned these are sahih authentic hadith. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has said, "Ida kanat an-nisf min Sha'ban." And the wording are different. There's a variation of wording. When it is the 15th of Sha'ban which is now, "Fayatli'u Allah ila 'ibadihi." Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he becomes attentive towards his slaves. Can you can you an ittila' here means to look towards the creation with hanan with atf with 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 compassion with love with mercy 
can you believe it? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right now, right now, despite your and my sins and our disobedience and our record, we all know our record, don't we? We don't need to look to anybody else. I don't need to look to anybody. You don't need to look to anybody else. I know myself. I know my record for the last year or so. What I've been doing, what I've been seeing, what I've been listening to, what I've been saying, I know myself and you know yourselves. Everybody knows themselves. Despite that, despite our filth, despite our sins, despite our disobedience, despite our neglecting Allah's commands, despite our disobedience, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right now, the hadith is saying, Allah is looking at you. Allah is attentive towards you. And not just you, everyone. The whole creation. Allah is attentive towards his creation on the night of the 15th of Sha'ban. The hadith says, He forgives all of his creation. Everyone. Everyone. Illa, except for two types of people. Mushrik, a person who is an idol worshipper who associates partners with Allah. So Alhamdulillah, in that regard, we can all say, Alhamdulillah. What do we say? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, I believe this is a group of mu'mineen, muwahideen. We believe in one Allah. We don't bow to anybody else. So Alhamdulillah, on that angle, we are okay. Alhamdulillah. May Allah keep us on iman. The second one he says that on a night where he's forgiving everyone, literally everyone's being forgiven tonight. Everybody. And there's two exceptions in this hadith and there's another three mentioned in some other hadith. But I'm mentioning two for now. So one is mushrik. So we're kind of okay for that one. The second one is mushahin. And mushahin is a person who harbors enmity in their heart for another person. If you hold a grudge against somebody, if you hold malice in your heart, Allah says, you're not forgiven. On a night when everybody is forgiven, a person who holds a grudge against another person will not be forgiven. Now, we've, we've got a bit of time because we've got the whole night. We're going to be doing dua at the end. And we want our dua to be accepted. We want the forgiveness of Allah. So, from now till then, I want you guys to start thinking and going through in your minds. Is there anybody who I have a grudge against? Is there any relative, neighbor, Children, sometimes parents we stop talking to, brother, sister, uncle, auntie, in-laws, tricky one. Again, look, we're not saying, sometimes, sometimes we think when we speak about forgiveness, we think that, you know, things have to be the way they were. No, they don't have to. You're a human being. If you are hurt, somebody's hurt you, somebody said horrible things to you, and you don't want to see them, you don't want to speak to them, right? To that extent, it's fine. But to kind of hold a grudge or to cut off totally, or when somebody, hadith says like, it's like when the person passes in front of you, you turn that way, they turn the other way. That's what's problematic. For three days, it's okay. Because it allows you time to settle down. But if you're avoiding each other, even when you come in front of each other, and you can't even say salam. Nobody's telling you to go and sit in their lap and Carry on talking the way you used to. No one's saying that. Go around to their house every single weekend. No, no, no. You don't have to do that. But to do salam, at least ask about how they are, how the kids are. Um, you know, even on occasion, if you cut off totally, that's the problem. 
and carrying a hatred or a malice inside the heart for another person. It's so serious that even on Laylatul Qadr, a person isn't forgiven. So, this is hadith number one. Now, what I want to mention here is, how many days till Ramadan? 15, right? Look how awesome this is, right? This 15 days till Ramadan. May Allah allow us to reach Ramadan. We could, we could tonight potentially become sin-free, because that's what this night, night is about. And imagine entering Ramadan sin-free and heart-free as well. Right? This is a complete version. And imagine what kind of Ramadan we'll have. If we can enter Ramadan without disobeying Allah and without having anything against any human being, that Ramadan will be very, very special. The, the reason why we don't make the most of Ramadan is Ramadan comes, we've still got loads of sins, and our hearts are still not in the right condition. So this night is about fixing up. This is our last chance before Ramadan to fix up, basically. Because it, from today onwards, it's going to go really fast. Doesn't it feel so fast already? Somebody was telling me earlier that how come it feels this year Ramadan has come earlier? I said, yeah, it has, 10 days earlier. But it, it feels much earlier, doesn't it? Even if it was 10 days later, it still feel it's earlier. So it's coming quickly. There's not long to go now. And the days are going to go really, really fast. Ramadan will start. And Ramadan will end. And then we look back and think, oh no, I didn't do what I wanted to or you know, could have done. So this is an opportunity, first of all. So this is one hadith. Another hadith. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, يَتَنَزَّلُ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا فِي لَيْلَةِ النِّسْفِ مِنْ شَعْبَانِ Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends to the heaven of the world on the night of Sha'ban. So he comes to the first heaven. How he does it, that's up to him. We don't understand. We can't comprehend that. But Allah becomes very, very near. And he comes to the first heaven on this particular night. And what does he say? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he makes an announcement. Now, in light of this announcement, there are three things every single one of us should be seeking in this night. This night is about three things. Number one, this night is about seeking forgiveness. Do we feel that we're overburdened with our sins? Yes, do we want the forgiveness of Allah? This night is about forgiveness. One of the things that we should be asking Allah on this night is for the forgiveness of sins. And we're all sinful and we need His forgiveness. The second thing is expansion in rizq. Who's not going through money troubles at the moment? Who's not, right? Who's going through financial difficulty? Every one of us, right? We're all affected. Every single person sitting here, I am convinced 100% that we all have been affected some way, shape or form. We are going through difficulties in regards to our risk. Money matters. Financial difficulties or debts, for example. Are you somebody who's going through a financial problem, a financial crisis? Is it becoming difficult? Has life become narrow because of your money issues and finances? Where well, this is your night. This is your night. Why? Because Allah is going to announce and He's announcing already. Is there anybody who wants expansion in their risk and sustenance so I can give him expansion and more of his sustenance 
So this is another thing that we're going to be asking for tonight, inshallah. Tonight is the night to ask Allah for wealth, for rizq, for sustenance. There's nothing wrong with asking for it. Ask Allah for it. Would you rather ask a human being or ask Allah? When Suleiman alayhi salam made the dua, what did he say? Rabbi habli mulkan la yambaghi li ahadim min ba'di or li ahadim min al-alameen. He says, oh Allah, grant me so much wealth and so much kingdom that you're not going to grant anybody after me. Quran is teaching you, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhab al-nar. Oh Allah, grant me the good of this world. The good of this world includes the wealth, it includes the rizq, it includes the sustenance. So this is, and I ask it from the one who gives it. We're good at asking people who can't provide you. And we've not learned to ask the one who can. Allah is razzaq. So this is a night for asking Allah rizq. Rizq. So number one, maghfirah. It's a night of maghfirah. Number two, it's a night for expansion in rizq. May Allah grant us all. And number three, the third thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, It's the night of mu'afat. Meaning, are you stuck in any problem? Do you have any difficulty in your life right now? Is there any crisis? Is it regarding your health? Are you, are you suffering an illness? Health problems? Marriage problems? Work problems? Family problems? Problems with your business? Problems with your house? Problems with an application? You've got a court case pending? What is it? You've got something because this life is full of problems. That's what this life is about. This life is full of problems. If somebody tells me in this room, I don't have a problem, I believe you're not in the living in this world. If you live in this world, you're going to have problems. That's a default position. This life is full of problems. The problem-free life is going to be in Jannah. So if you're going through any kind of difficulty, any kind of problem, and you are stuck, this is your night. This is a special night for you. Why? Because Allah makes an announcement. Is there anybody who is stuck in any problem, any difficulty, any pain, any crisis, that I can remove your problem? I can give you afia. So this is another hadith in regards to this particular night. So we have three things we're going to be asking for in particular. You can ask for anything. But especially three things. Number one, what was it? Maghfirah. Asking Allah's forgiveness. Number two, rizq. Asking Allah for barakah and wus'a. Allah is al-wasi'. Al-wasi'. He's the expander. And do you know what? When, if Allah gives to him, that doesn't mean that if I ask Allah, Allah has to take it away from him and then give it to me. No, no, no. Allah can give to him and him and him and him and all of you and give to me as well. He's not like us. Our mentality is, this is how we work. That if I, if, for me to gain, he has to lose. Allah doesn't work like that. Allah is al-wasi'. He expands. He gives to you, and he gives to you, and he gives to you. And Allah tells us, that if somebody else has, don't complain or criticize that, because they didn't get it. Allah gave it to them. Ahum yaqsimuna rahmata rabbik. Allah asked, did you distribute Allah's wealth? Allah's rahmah. Are you distributing? Allah says, don't criticize the distribution of Allah. Allah gives to whoever He wants. If you want as well, ask Him. Ask Him and He will give you. 
So, three things we're going to be asking, inshallah. And the third one is, what's the third one? Yeah, it's, you can call it afia. You can call it an opening. A solution to your problems. Ease of your difficulties. Basically, everything we've ever wanted. Everything we want is in this night. It'd be foolish of me to not make the most of it. And this is why we've kept this event. Because the Prophet ﷺ says regarding the month of Sha'ban, the Prophet ﷺ has said, this is the month in which people are most neglectful. Have you noticed? You have Rajab. Rajab comes, it's one of the holy months. You have the night of Mi'raj, and people are kind of saying, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. And we start getting a little bit hyped up. By the time Sha'ban comes, we lose that momentum. And the hadith says that this is the month where most people are negligent. So, Imam al-Shafi'i, rahmatullah alayhi, he used to say, Kitab al-Um, his most famous, one of his famous books, Kitab al-Um, he writes, that I wish that whenever this night comes, I would prefer to spend the whole night in prayer. Be- do you know why he said this? Because he noticed that the Salaf used to do this. The Salaf meaning the great scholars before him. He saw that there was a trend amongst the ulama, amongst the salihin, amongst the people who understood the Quran and the sunnah, that whenever this night would come, they would make a dedicated prayer. They would be engaged in prayer, in dua, and in salah, uh, in this particular night. So he says, I would like to stay awake. And that's what I do, he says. Imam al-Shafi'i, rahmatullah alayhi. Saying, I hope that by me praying, Allah grants me maghfirah, this is what he says, rizq, and afia. Where did he get this from? Where did he get this from? The hadith. He's got this from the hadith. Can you see? Imam al-Shafi'i believed this hadith to be correct, to be authentic. And he practiced upon it. We can understand from what he's saying. I spend, he says, I spend the night awake in the prayer. Why? Because I want the maghfirah of Allah. I want the rizq of Allah. And I want the afia and the ease from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah. He says regarding this particular night that the Salaf, he noticed that the pious men of Allah on this particular night, they would stay awake and they would perform prayer, number one. And they would exaggerate in making dua. They would make a lot of dua. And they would engage in the dua of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is another scholar as well. Another hadith, Hafiz ibn Hajar al-Asqalani. Again, a great Shafi'i imam. You've all heard of the book Sahih al-Bukhari. The greatest commentator on Sahih al-Bukhari is none other than Hafiz ibn Hajar al-Asqalani rahmatullah alayhi. He writes, Alaykum bilaylatin nisfi min Sha'ban. He says, you must observe this night. Make the most of the night of the 15th of Sha'ban. Fa'inna laha maghfiratan makhsusa wa istijabatan makhsusa. He says, this night has a very special, unique type of forgiveness and a very unique and special type of acceptance. Forgiveness can be done anytime, he says, but then on this night, the forgiveness is very unique. He says, maghfiratan makhsusa. And he says, istijabatan makhsusa. The acceptance you get on this night is very unique as well. Now, amongst the Arabs... If you wanted to show uh, something in a large number, like millions, 
if, amongst the Arabs, if you wanted to give an example of millions, the Arabs would say, and they would give an example, that it's equivalent to the hair or the strands of hair on the sheep of a tribe called Banu Kalb or Kalib. This is how they would explain millions. You want to say the word millions? They would say, do you know that tribe? And it was a large tribe. They had a lot of sheep. And they would say that the, the number of strands of hair on the sheep of Banu Kalb equivalent to that much. When they wanted to say what? Millions. Look at the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, يَطَّلِعُ اللَّهِ إِلَىٰ عِبَادِهِ فِي لَيْلَةٍ نِسْفِ مِنْ شَعْبَانِ فَيَغْفِرُ لَهُمْ إِلَّا الْمُشَاهِينَ وَمُشْرِكَ أَكْثَرْ مِنْ عَدَدْ شَعْرْ غَنَمْ كَلْبْ أَوْ كَلِبْ The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that when the 15th of Sha'ban arrives, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants forgiveness to everyone except for a mushrik, and what's the other one? What's the other one? Mushahin. What does that mean? A person who holds malice, grudge, hatred in their heart for somebody else. There are another couple of categories as well. Number three is somebody who is disobedient to their parents. So for my young friends, this is a time for us to reflect. If we fall in this category, let's make amends tonight. Before we get up from the house of Allah, that from today onwards... It's not going to be as it was until today. Our parents, yes, we might disagree with them. We might not see eye to eye on a number of issues, and that's okay. You don't have to always agree. However, we must maintain respect. We may, must remain, re, re, remain in a way that the Quran has told us. We lower ourselves. We maintain a respectful tone. And we are mindful that they are our parents. And anybody that goes against this and disobeys their parents is rude towards their parents. They would fall under the category of aq, meaning somebody who cuts away from their parents, who disobeys their parents. On such nights, on such nights, that is also a category of people that are not forgiven. May Allah protect us. May Allah make us obedient towards our parents. Another category is somebody who is a habitual drinker of alcohol. So, the hadith says that on this night, Allah grants forgiveness to everybody. Equivalent to the hair on the sheep of Banu Kalb. What does that mean? That tells you that tonight, millions and millions and millions of people are going to be forgiven. The question is, are you and I going to be amongst that million? Are we going to be part of it? So, this is a moment for us to think about. Mother of the believer, Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha, she says that it was the 15th of Sha'ban. I saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam making a very lengthy sujood. He was in prostration, making sujood. And I heard him read a very special dua. Part of that dua is he was saying, Allahumma la uhti thana'an alayk, anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Oh Allah, I don't have the words to praise you. You are as you have praised yourself. Now, why would he dedicate such a special dua? Because he knew the virtue of this particular night. And the Prophet ﷺ told us that Sha'ban is a month in which most people are neglectful of its virtues. Let me tell you something else that happened on this particular night. You know, we speak about Allah looking attentively towards his creation. 
Something very interesting that happened on this night was the changing of the Qibla. As you know, the Qibla for the Muslims was towards Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. For how long? 17 months, that's after Hijrah. But was it just 17 months? How long did the Muslims face Masjid Al-Aqsa as a Qibla? I'm talking about just in Islam. Just in Islam. So, when did Salah, you have to work out now, where did, when did Salah start? Salah didn't start in Mi'raj. This is a misconception. Five times Salah started in Mi'raj. Before Mi'raj, there was Salah. Muslims prayed two times a day. Two rakat in the morning, two rakat in the evening. When did that Salah start from? When does the concept of Salah start in Islam? What's the first revelation? Iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq. What's the second revelation? No, 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 after Iqra' bismi. Ya ayyuhal muzzammil. Or ya ayyuhal muddathir. Similar. So what does it say? Ya ayyuhal muzzammil. Oh, the one who covers himself in a blanket. What's next? Qumil layla illa qalila. Stand and pray in the night. So the Prophet ﷺ is being told to stand and pray. Where is he at this moment in time? He's in Makkah. He's just recently received revelation. He's in Makkah to Mukarramah. So he's in Makkah. So which direction is he going to pray towards? Hmm? So although he was in Makkah to Mukarramah, and after this the Sahaba say that they prayed twice a day. Two rakat in the morning, two rakat in the evening, and tahajjud, the Prophet ﷺ must pray in the night. That was farad upon him. Which direction was he facing? He was facing towards Masjid al-Aqsa, Baytul Maqdis, even whilst he was in Makkah as well. So how long were the Muslims in Makkah? They were praying salah every single day. 13 years, right? So 13 years, and then they migrated another 17 months like the brother said. So do the maths now. 14 and a half years. And how long was prophethood? 23 years. He became a prophet at the age of 40, passed away at 63. From the 23 years of Islam, of prophethood, majority of that time, most of that time, 14 and a half years, our Prophet and the Sahaba, they prayed their salah in which direction? Masjid al-Aqsa. Baytul Maqdis. The last eight years... Face towards the Kaaba. Now I'm going to tell you two things. The changing that happened from Masjid Al-Aqsa to the Kaaba. We pray towards the Kaaba now. And it will be like this until Qiyamah. Our Qibla is the Kaaba. When did this change happen? It happened on the 15th of Shaban. That's another significant thing. It happened on the 15th of Shaban. How did it happen? And why did it happen? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we can see... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala maintained Masjid al-Aqsa, Baytul Maqdis as the Qibla. All throughout Makkah, even when they came to Medina, it carried on. And from the Quranic ayat, it seems it would have carried on for a very long time. Why did Allah change it to the Kaaba? The Quran tells us. Allah is telling us he didn't do it because he wanted to change it. Who wanted to change it? Our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what does the Quran say? 
سيقول السفهاء من الناس ما ولاهم عن قبلتهم التي كانوا عليها الله سبحانه وتعالى says قد نرى تقلب وجهك في السماء Allah says, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he was in Medina and he was praying salah, he kept looking towards the heavens during the salah. Allah says, I, I, I notice you, I can see you, I'm watching you, I've seen that you keep looking towards the heavens. What was he doing? Why was he doing this? He was anticipating Allah is going to send Jibreel with the command, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe this salah, that now turns towards the Kaaba. But Allah didn't. He didn't do it for 14 and a half years. And then eventually Allah decided on the 15th of Sha'ban, قَدْ نَرَى تَقَلُّبَ وَجْهِكَ فِي السَّمَاءِ فَلَنُوَلِّيَنَّكَ قِبْلَةً تَرْضَاهَا He said, I'm doing this just for you. I didn't do it. Allah is saying, I kept it Masjid Al-Aqsa. But because you want it to be Al-Ka'bah, Quran is saying, these are not my words. The Quran is saying, تَرْضَاهَا Just to make you happy. So this is a night in which Allah made the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam happy. So don't don't we think Allah will make us happy as well because we are from His Ummah, and how we can't imagine like the happiest thing for the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam would be that if all of us get the maghfirah and the forgiveness of Allah. So this night is special in that regard as well. We have the changing of the qibla, and also. It's a night in which Allah made the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam happy. Quran says, "We've done it. Why? Taradaha to please you, to make you happy." Another thing regarding this particular month is in this month, our entire year is going to be presented to Allah. Right from now till last Shaban till now is going to be presented to Allah. Now. I don't think we need to think too much or too far about what last year, my last year, your last year, what did it contain? What did we get up to? How much good we've done, how much bad we've done? What we've been seeing, what we've been saying, what we've been listening to, how we've been behaving, how many salah we've done, how many salah we haven't done, how many good things we've done, how many bad things we've done. This is a chance to set our record straight. This is a chance to seal our fate. This is an opportunity that our record for the last year, regardless of what's in there, it's an opportunity for us to get everything forgiven. This is the chance. Tonight is the chance for that. To get that right and to fix it. Another hadith regarding this night, the Prophet ﷺ, after mentioning the virtues of the night, he says, because it's so holy, because it's so sacred, fast in the day, meaning tomorrow, and stand in prayer in the night, which is tonight. So, in conclusion, in conclusion, what do we understand? We understand that this night is of immense virtue. And Allah is so kind. Imagine, right, if it was up to us, if it was up to us, and we know how we are, like, would we make any preparations for Ramadan? We wouldn't. We'd just end up in Ramadan, and Ramadan comes, Ramadan goes. This is almost as if Allah is like, do you know what? Even if you guys don't want to prepare for it, I'm going to prepare you for it. Out of His kindness, how kind is Allah? How merciful is Allah? How forbearing is Allah? Allah knows our conditions. But despite that, what He's done is given us this night and almost forced us to be here and said, do you know what? I want to ensure that you are forgiven. 
I want to ensure that your rizq is expanded. I want to ensure that your problems subside or you can manage them better. And you have afia, and you have wellness, and you have good health. I want that for you. The question is now, do we want it for ourselves? So this is why we have this night. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to understand. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to appreciate Allah's favor. This is a favor of Allah, right? Isn't it? Right? And when we are making these du'as, number one, maghfirah, of course, for ourselves and our families and the ummah. Secondly, we are making du'a for the expansion of risk for ourselves. And thirdly, when we are praying for the removal of difficulties. Yes, we are in difficulties, but we know that at this moment in time, the people of Gaza are going through a nightmare. They're going through a genocide. They're going through an ethnic cleansing. There's a massacre. There's bombs every single night. It's not ended. It's not gone quiet. It still continues. Last night, yet two days ago, there were more than 100 people killed. Again, last night, more than 100 people killed. And the situation is extremely dire. Extremely dire. In Juma, those of you who are here, we spoke about the tough conditions the people in the north of Gaza are living. They have no food. They have no water. They have no medication. And thousands of people are carrying infectious diseases because there is no treatment. Babies are malnutritioned. Mothers cannot feed their children because the mothers are suffering from malnutrition as well. There are no nappies. There is no milk. There is no bread. When Allah has given you and me so much luxury, so much afia, so much well-being, so many blessings, it's a moment for us to reflect that tonight is a special night because we've got Ramadan coming. And this is a night in which not only are we going to pray for ourselves, we ask for the maghfirah for ourselves, of course. We ask for risk and expansion for ourselves. But when we are making the third category of dua, when we are asking Allah to remove obstacles and difficulties, yes, we have obstacles and difficulties. We pray for them. But we must remember the people around the world, around the world, all places, and specifically as we are seeing a live massacre unfold in front of our eyes. We can't normalize it. We've made it normal, haven't we? This is a sad thing. It's become normal now to go onto your phone, go on social media, watch the massacre unfolding live in front of you, and then switch it off and carry on with your life as normal, as if nothing's happened. Isn't it? That's, that's literally, we've made it so normal. Yesterday I spoke about, in Jummah, those of you who are here will have heard, that we are seeing people carrying their siblings, dead siblings, in bags, walking around with them. Is that normal? Is that how it should be? So let's not normalize this. So let's use this night to pray for ourselves, to pray for our families, to pray for the Ummah, and specifically for the people of Palestine and Gaza, and especially Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. You know we're in this masjid? Alhamdulillah, you know, the masjid is not just a place to pray. The masjid is a place where we echo the voices and we raise the voices and we speak up for those who are being silenced. We stand up for social justice from the masjid. It's a social institution and we can do that. And this is exactly why the coming Ramadan, and this is why I'm asking you to make special dua, this coming Ramadan, the illegal Israeli occupation, they have already made plans. They want to restrict al-masjid. They know that when Muslims get together in the house of Allah, it's an opportunity for them to unite. It's an opportunity for them to raise the voices for the truth. It's an opportunity to, for them to stand against any injustice that is happening. 
to curb that they want to try and change for the Palestinians, not for you and I. Alhamdulillah, we were there last week. We were able to access freely Masjid Al-Aqsa. But for the local Palestinians, it's very, very difficult. For the local Palestinians, what they are saying, this is their plan. May Allah make it fail. Say Amin. may Allah make it fail. But they are saying that nobody from the West Bank should be allowed to come to Masjid Al-Aqsa throughout Ramadan. And the people of Jerusalem, the other local people around Masjid Al-Aqsa, Palestinians, only those under the age of 10 and over the age of 60. That's like majority of the people cannot imagine that. Imagine that. Masjid Al-Aqsa is going to be empty. There's going to be no youth in there. There's going to be no adults in there. There's going to be no men in there. There's going to be no women in there. There'll be kids and old people. And why is it so that they curb? So this is why, this is the fact that we have a masjid, say alhamdulillah, that we can get together, have these kind of events, and do so many other things, alhamdulillah. The Quran mentions a very specific ayah. وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ مَنَعَ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ أَنْ يُذْكَرَ فِي هَسْمُهُ وَسَعَى فِي خَرَابِهَا the scholars of tafsir mentioned this ayah primarily was revealed regarding al-Masjid al-Aqsa. Allah says, can there be a greater oppression than preventing people from entering the Masjid of Allah? Allah is saying this is one of the greatest zulm that can happen on planet earth. What you're seeing in Gaza is zulm. But Quran is teaching you another type of zulm. And we have to speak up against this. In- Allah is saying, not me. Allah is saying, Who can be a greater zalim? Who can be a greater oppressor than the one who stops people from entering the house of Allah? Open the books of tafsir, you will find. This ayah was revealed regarding al-Masjid al-Aqsa. All masjids are included. But the purpose of the revelation of this ayah in the Quran was regarding al-Masjid al-Aqsa. And the Quran is saying that this is the greatest type of zulm you can ever do to prevent somebody from entering that masjid. And this is happening. So in our du'as tonight, inshallah, when you pray for yourself, remember to pray for those who are suffering. It's a religious duty and an obligation as well. Because this is part of the Quran. The Quran is telling you that zulm is not just one type, there's different types. And one of the greatest types of zulm, maybe it's the first time you're hearing it, it's the first time I've ever mentioned it in this way. So I don't blame you if it's the first time you're hearing it because the first time I've said this ayah in this way. Yes, two days ago, I mentioned this whilst we're in Palestine. One of the sheikhs who was there, I was having a discussion with him and he was saying, look what's happening. They're preventing Palestinians. They're not letting us go in. So I recited this ayah. And he said to me, is this ayah regarding Masjid Al-Aqsa? I said, as far as I remember, when we were studying, I remember one of our teachers mentioning that this ayah was revealed regarding Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. He says, I'm not sure. I'll go and check. I said, yeah, I'll check as well. Yesterday, I had a chance to look into it. And many of the scholars of tafsir, you open the books of tafsir, you will find that primarily many scholars of tafsir say this ayah is regarding al-Masjid al-Aqsa. So this is a great zulm. And it's the obligation of every single Muslim to speak about this. When you sp- anybody is speaking about this topic, they are supporting the verse of the Quran. And anybody who opposes this cause is opposing the mission of the Quran. So be mindful of this, inshallah. Let us now engage in some ibadah. So we're going to split the night up, inshallah. And we're going to do some different uh, ibadat. Everyone's requested to stay within the house of Allah, inshallah. 
Shall we start with um, some reading Quran, inshallah? So Quran. Quran. We're gonna, so the purpose isn't to talk. My intention wasn't to give a lengthy talk. We've, we've covered the virtues of the night and that's sufficient, inshallah. Let's engage in some good deeds. If we were sitting at home, probably we wouldn't have engaged in the good deeds. We're in the house of Allah. So the Qur'ans will be distributed. Um, we're going to give, inshallah, about, say, let's, shall we say 15 minutes? 15 minutes is that okay? 15 minutes, inshallah, we'll give for the recitation of Qur'an. So by the time you get the Qur'ans, uh, it'll probably be about quarter past anyway. So eight, about, roughly till about 8.30, inshallah. So we've got just over 15 minutes. We're going to en- engage in the Qur'anic recitation. Remember, Ramadan is a month of Qur'an. And if we don't have a habit from now, we're going to struggle in Ramadan. So maybe you can begin from the beginning, or you could read Surah Yasin, or you can open and read from anywhere. There is no hard and fast rule. The Qur'an is the book of Allah, and you cannot gain closeness to Allah than anything more than the Qur'an. Because the Qur'an has come directly from Him. So let us create an, uh, an environment of reading Qur'an. We want to hear you reading Qur'an loudly, inshallah. Reciting Qur'an aloud has its own benefits, spiritual benefits, psychological benefits as well. May Allah give us a tawfiq. Sisters and other brothers who are following us from home or wherever you are, we request you also, as you are joining and part of our program, please engage in the recitation of Qur'an. May Allah accept us all. On the sister's side as well, the Qur'ans are there. Those of you who are praying and reading, please do join in the recitation of Qur'an. Um, Brothers, sorry to disturb whilst you're reciting the Qur'an. I've just remembered something very important. Our Sheikh and our teacher used to say, when you read the Quran, do you know how you, when we were young and we would read to a teacher, you'd go and read your sabak to the teacher. He says that when you're reading Quran, we are reading, we should think we are making Allah listen to our Quran. So you have to read, and whilst you're reading, you're re- who are we reading to? We're reading our sabak to Allah. This will change your relationship with the Quran. Because at the end of the day, we can go through Qur'an and Salah and not have anything to do with Allah. And we're losing the point there. So we must have Allah at the forefront of our mind at all times. So when we're reading Qur'an, I want you to read for the next, until next 10 minutes. But these 10 minutes is going to be your reading to Allah. You're making Allah here. Allah's listening, isn't he? So be conscious about this when we're reading. I'm reading my Qur'an, I'm reading to Allah. Bismillah, carry on. going to finish the verse that you're on you can finish the verse that you're on and hand the quran back to the brothers collecting them also on the sister's side as well if we can finish the ayah and the verse that we're on and hand your quran back inshallah MashaAllah, if we can gather again, just a little bit of movement, inshallah. 
keep ourselves active. Let's uh, move back to the front. Bismillah. Let's shuffle a little bit to, to the front, inshallah. May Allah accept everyone's recitation. MashaAllah, I could see everybody was engaged and enjoying the recitation. May Allah allow us to recite the Quran on a regular basis. Now we've got Ramadan around the corner. And Ramadan is a month of Quran. So this year, what we've decided as a masjid is that we're going to dedicate the time between Asr and Maghrib for Quranic recitation. Today was the beginning, inshaAllah. And this is what we want to see. What we saw now we want to create this vibe and this environment in our masjid, inshallah, between Asr and Maghrib. So we've decided that between Asr and Maghrib, we're not going to have any talks at the beginning. We're not going to have any, like we've been having a series in the past Ramadans. This year we've decided we want to encourage everybody to recite Quran as much as possible. So after Asr, there's going to be no talks. It's going to be time for Quran. There's going to be less than an hour, very short time. A lot of people will just get back from work at that time. And even if not, you're busy during the day. So come to the house of Allah and we want to see people reading Quran. Are we all going to do this inshallah? Towards the end, maybe there might be some kind of dua or little reminder at the end, just before Maghrib. But from Asr till just towards Maghrib, we want to dedicate that time inshallah towards the recitation of the Quran. Did you experience a different style of reading when you thought you were reading to Allah? Yeah? And this is what we want in whatever we do. Our sheikh used to go and ask us as well then. So have you spoken to Allah more today or to people more today? Have you spent more time talking to people? Or have you spent more time talking to Allah? These, these are things for us to think about. And we can start building on, because even when we're in salah, if we're not mindful of Allah, then we can be everywhere but in our salah. So we slowly start to build, inshallah, and bring some essence in our ibadat and in our worship, inshallah. So that when Ramadan comes, we're ready and we're geared up, inshallah, to worship. Um, on that note, so what we've decided this year, that instead of having these sessions and the talks between Asr and Maghrib, because Isha is going to be early and Tarawih will finish early, we'll be having a series, inshallah, after Salatul Tarawih. Um, it won't be that late uh, when we finish the Tarawih. So we'll be having, so this year inshallah, we're going to be delivering a series and it's going to be called Spiritual Warfare, the daily battle with shaitan. And the talks are going to be surrounding how to tackle the daily battle with shaitan. Every, and this applies to everyone, young, old, male, female. There is no one in this room who is exempt from this discussion. And it's, it's mandatory for us to learn this. If we don't know this, how are we going to protect ourselves from the daily tricks of shaitan? So whilst I'm going to be here during this Ramadan, the first seven nights, inshallah, and the last seven nights. In between, there'll be another um, session happening. But the first seven nights of Ramadan after Taraweeh, and then the last seven nights will continue, inshallah, after Salatul Taraweeh on this particular topic. You'll hear more from us, inshallah, as we get closer to Ramadan. But specifically, Asr to Maghrib, we want to dedicate this for Quran. So make a plan from now, inshallah. Schedule your day in a way that you arrive here 
and we engage in the Quran recitation. May Allah give us a tawfiq. Now, this night, one of the greatest things when we look at the pious people of the past, they spent it standing in prayer, in nafal salah, in nafal prayer. And that's something that we're not in the habit of doing. And we'll be speaking about this more in Ramadan, in these sessions, inshallah, because we normally think that optional prayer is for the pious people. Optional prayer is for the people who've got nothing better to do. And they pray the optional prayer. For me, it's just I do my farad and that's it. Little do we realize it's actually the other way around. You and I, who are the weak ones, we need the optional prayers more than the pious people do. Because this is the way it works. If you're particular with the optional prayers, you'll become regular with the sunnah prayers. If you're regular with the sunnah prayers, you'll be regular with your fard prayers. This is how it works. But not the other way around. If we don't do our optional prayers, then what will happen? We'll become weak in our sunnah prayers. If we're weak in our sunnah prayers, we'll be weak in our fard. So who needs the optional prayers? The pious people, the ulama, the elders, or you and I? We, we, we need it much more, but we've understood it the other way around. We think, I can just pray my farad. That's fine. But you know that that doesn't always happen, does it? There's times when we miss it. We become neglectful. We delay it. Sometimes we make it qada. We don't wake up for fajr at times. The reason that's happening is we're not punctual with doing the optional. If you want to preserve the obligations, then we have to preserve the optional. If we preserve the optional, we'll be able to preserve the sunnah. If we preserve the sunnah, automatically we'll be able to preserve the fard. But if we become weak in the optional prayers, and I know it's hard because we're not used to it, but this night is about us getting used to it. Ramadan is a chance for us to build that stamina and that interest. And Allah makes it easy. Once we get started, in the beginning everything seems difficult. But once we get started, Allah will make it easy for us. So for the next, I'd say, we're going to give you about 10 minutes now inshallah. In these 10 minutes, everyone individually, we're going to engage in nafal prayer. We can do two rakat, four rakat, six rakat, however many rakat you can do, individually. There's no specific intention, because on this night, there's no specific worship. It's just general, nafal, optional prayer you're going to do. This would be classed as tahajjud, because any salah you do after Isha goes towards the night prayers of tahajjud. So this will be individually, we will pray. However, one thing I'm going to be reminding you of. The Prophet ﷺ said, that when you are in sujood, when you are in sujood, you must engage in dua. Sujood is a place of dua. And the hadith also says that the dua made in sajda, the hadith goes like this, the closest you can be to Allah in this world is when you're in sujood. When you're in prostrate, when you're doing sajda and your head is on the ground, that's the closest you can be to Allah on planet earth. You can't be any closer to him. So think about it. You're having, if you're praying two rakat nafal salah, how many sujood are there? Four. You're going to have four meetings with Allah. If you pray two rakat, you're going to have four appointments, four meetings with Allah. Should we just wing it? Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. That's what we do. How many meetings with Allah do we have every day, even if we just count the fard salah? And we're winging it. 
these are opportunities. The hadith, authentic hadith clearly states that sajda is the place of dua. And you can make dua in any salah. Fard, sunnah, nafal. You can make dua. And I'm going to show you how to do it. This is a place of dua. These are, this is where the duas are most likely to be accepted. The hadith says, most likely this dua is definitely going to be accepted. The one that you make in sujood. Because you are closest to Allah at this stage. Now we know in sujood, we are limited. We can't say lots of things. You can't just come out with you know, whatever you want to say. So I'm going to show you how to do this. Allah tells us in the Quran, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَةِ فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا Allah says, to him belongs many beautiful names. Some of them we can see here, uh, inscripted very beautifully uh, in the center of the masjid, you can see. وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَةِ Allah says, for him are these beautiful names. What did he say after that? فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا Call him these names. Make dua using these names. Make dua using these names. So every one of us have a need. We all have needs, don't we? Right? And you're having a chance for a guaranteed, accepted dua. You don't have to wait for Laylatul Qadr. You don't have to wait till you go for Hajj. You don't have to wait for somebody to pass away in your family so your heart becomes soft. Every sajda is an opportunity for you to get your wishes accomplished in this world. Because that dua you make in sajda is guaranteed acceptance. So tonight is a special night for three things. What were they again? Forgiveness and Rizq and Afiyah in all things. So let's think of three names of Allah at least that are related to these three. So number one, forgiveness. Which name of Allah can you think of that we can call Allah with? Ghaffar or Ghafur. So you've got two names that you can choose. Ghaffar or Ghafur. You can say, so what, how would you say? You'd say, Ya Ghafoor. So whilst you're in your sajda, you, you'll say your Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la how many times you want. And then you think about your sins. You think about asking Allah for forgiveness. And in saying so, you're going to be pleading to Allah. What will you be saying? Ya Ghafoor, Ya Ghafoor, Ya Ghafoor, Ya Ghafoor. You don't always have to say the words because Allah knows what you're thinking. When Yunus alayhi salam was stuck, and a lot of us are stuck in life in a dark place. Three darknesses. Darkness of the night. Darkness of the ocean. Darkness of the bellies, uh, the whale's belly. And he was stuck in there. He couldn't go out. He wasn't screaming and saying, Allah, take me out, take me out, take me out. What was he saying? He was saying, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minad dhalimin. With his tongue, he was saying, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minad dhalimin. In his heart, he was saying, take me out of here. And Allah knows what you're saying. Allah knows what you're going through. So you already think about what you want to ask Allah. You're asking for forgiveness. And in doing so, you're calling out to Him as He has asked you in sujood. This is the place. The hadith says, try, exert yourself in making dua in sujood. So one of the things we're going to say is, Ya Ghafoor, Ya Ghafoor. Say as many times as you want, there's no limit. Three times, five times, nine times, eleven times, twenty times, hundred times. You can say as much as you want. Ya Ghafoor. Ya Ghafoor. Or you could actually say, Rabbi Ghafirli. Oh Allah, forgive me. But calling Allah by His names, He's actually asked us to do this. So that's number one. Number two. What's the second thing this night is all about? Rizq. Which name of Allah can you think of? Razzaq. Who doesn't have an issue with their rizq? We all do. 
right? This is the time to ask, and you can do this in any salah, at any time. It doesn't just have to be on this night. So when you're in your sujood, now when you do your salah, you're going to say, Ya Ghafoor, Ya Ghafoor, as many times as you want. Then switch it. Call Allah, say, Ya Razzaq, Ya Razzaq, Ya Razzaq. You don't have to spell it all out to Allah. Dua is not an application form. It's not. Our du'as are like an application form. Allah knows you. Allah, there is no one who knows you better than Him. Let me go a step further. There is no one who knows you better than Him. This is why on this night, why has He listed these three things? Because He knows these are our greatest ones. When He comes to the first heaven and He says, is there anyone who wants forgiveness? He knows our greatest need is forgiveness. Because Ramadan is around the corner. If we are not forgiven and we start Ramadan, we're not going to be able to make the most of Ramadan. We're going to be filthy inside and outside. So we need to be cleansed. Secondly, he knows every single one of us, our greatest issue is our risk and our financial difficulties. So he's made this night special for us. So call to him by, Ya Razzaq, Ya Razzaq, Ya Razzaq. And if you have, if you're okay financially, but your issues are more family related, meaning you're looking for marriage, for example, you want a child, for example, you've been married for some time, um, you want a child, or you want things to go better within your family, you can call Allah by saying, Ya Wahab. Ya Wahab. What does it mean? Wahab means? The persistent giver of gifts. The persistent giver of gifts. Ya Wahab. Ya Wahab. You're looking to get married? You want a child? You want another child? You want your children to be obedient? Ya Wahab. Ya Wahab. These are Allah's names. And Allah has commanded us in the Quran to use them. We don't use them. We've got all of them at our disposal. So, one thing we're going to be saying is, Ya Ghafoor. Number two, Ya Razzaq. And what's the third one? Sorry, no, no, no. So we're going to, Ya Ghafoor, Ya Razzaq. Leave Ya Wahab for those who need it. And, uh, Chacha, you, you, it's okay. <laughs> we said it's for people who are looking to get married. MashaAllah, the elders are saying, yes, we're going to do Ya Wahab. Anyway. And the third one is asking Allah to grant us ease and afiyah. If, it's, if, for example, your difficulty is regarding your health, that's your biggest pain, your health. What are you going to say? Ya Shafi. Ya Shafi. There's no Shifa without the Shafi. We're looking for Shifa, but we're not asking the Shafi. So in sujood, you will say, Ya Shafi. Ya Shafi. This should be in every sujood of yours. If this is your greatest need, why are you asking? You have appointment with Allah in sujood every day. Call him, Ya Shafi, Ya Shafi, Ya Shafi, as many times as you want. And maybe your need is something else. It's not health related. Uh, maybe it could be um, you see you're, you're in a situation and there's no way out. So you need unlocking. You need the path to open up. You need a solution. What are you going to say? Ya Fattah, Ya Fattah. Ya Fattah means the unlocker. The one who unlocks things that are locked, things that are tight, things that are closed, the opener, the unlocker. So he unlocks so many things for us. He can open anything. He can unlock anything for you, any door. There is no door that Allah cannot open. So inshallah, we're going to give 10 minutes, engage in nafal salah individually. And whilst in sujood, engage in calling unto Allah. This is your dua in sajda. And make it a habit from now on calling and using the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's no specific way. There's no specific number. You can, it's your connection with Allah. It's your communicate. It's up to you how you want to do it. There's no fixed way. So you can choose these three names. Ya Ghafoor, because you're asking Allah. Allah is the extreme forgiver. The one who, his, his forgiveness is extreme. 
Number two, we said Ya Razzaq, oh, the perpetual provider, the one who keeps providing. And number three, we said Ya Fattah, the opener. Or Ya Shafi, the one who grants Shifa. May Allah give us a tawfiq. So disperse, stay in the masjid, do Nafal Salah, inshallah. We're giving about 10 minutes, inshallah, for this. Jazakumullah khairan. Again, those following us from home or wherever you are, you also encourage, if you can, uh, engage in performing some Nafal Salah. Okay, those who are done, if we can move towards the front. Jazakumullah khairan. Bismillah. Come and gather towards the front. Keep moving and fill in the gaps. Jazakumullah khairan. <coughs> Before we conclude with dhikr and uh, dua, inshallah, we'll have Durul Sharif. We can't forget the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We have this blessed night because of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his kindness and him being rahmatul lil alamin. So it's only appropriate that we send salutations upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, hoping that Allah will send His mercy and rahmah upon us more in this blessed night, inshallah. As you hear these durud. Say Amin after every durud. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Salamun ala ibadihi ladina astafa. Salamun ala al mursaleen. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin wa anzil al maqada al muqarraba indak. Allahumma rabba hadi dawati al qaimati wa salati al nafiati. Salli ala Muhammadin wa radani ridan la tashadu badahu abadam. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin nabdika rasulika wa salli ala al mu'minin wa al mu'minati wa al muslimin wa al muslimat. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin wa barika ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin wa rahm Muhammadin wa ala Muhammad. Kama salli wa barakta rahim tara Ibrahim. على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وازواجه وذريته كما صليت على ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وازواجه وذريته كما باركت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ازواجه وذريته كما صليت على ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ازواجه وذريته كما كما باركت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد النبي وازواجه مات المؤمنين وذريتي واهل بيتي كما صليت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وترحم على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما ترحمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم اترحم على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما ترحمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم تحنن على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما تحننت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم سلم على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما سلمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال 
محمد وبارك وسلم على محمد وعلى ال محمد وارحم محمد وعلى محمد كما صليت وباركت ترحمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعبدك ورسولك كما صليت على ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ال ابراهيم اللهم صل على محمد النبي الامي وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الامي كما باركت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى ال محمد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد صلاه تكون لك يده له جزاء ولحقه اداء واعطه الوسيله والفضيله والمقام المحمود الذي وعدته وجزه عنا ما هو اهله وجزه افضل ما جازيت نبيا قومه ورسولا امته وصلي على وصلي على جميع اخوانه من النبيين والصالحين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم صل على محمد النبي الامي وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الامي وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال بيته كما صليت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل علينا معهم اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال بيته كما باركت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك علينا معهم صلوات الله وصلوات المؤمنين على محمد النبي الامي اللهم اجعل صلواتك ورحمتك وبركاتك على محمد وعلى محمد كما جعلتها على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وصلى الله على النبي الامي التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات والسلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات الطيبات والصلوات لله السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات لله الطيبات والصلوات لله السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات المباركات التحيات الصلوات الطيبات لله سلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته سلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله بالله التحيات لله والصلوات الطيبات السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اسال الله الجنه واعوذ بالله من النار التحيات الزاكيات لله الطيبات والصلوات لله السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله بالله خير الاسماء التحيات الطيبات والصلوات لله اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وان الساعه لا ريب فيها السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اللهم اغفر لي واهدني التحيات الطيبات والصلوات والملك لله السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته بسم الله التحيات لله الصلوات لله الزاكيات لله السلام على النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين شهدت ان لا اله الا الله شهدت ان محمد رسول الله التحيات الطيبات والصلوات الزاكيات لله اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له وان محمدا عبده ورسوله السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام 
السلام عليكم وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبد الله ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات لله الصلوات الطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات البركات الصلوات الطيبات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمد رسول الله بسم الله والسلام على رسول الله On the recitation of each durood, Allah sends 10 blessings. We've just recited 40. And these 40, they're not just durood, they are 40 hadith. If anybody's thinking, what's, what are you reading and where is this from? These are actually hadith sayings of the Prophet wasallam, in which he has taught us durood sharif in different ways. And at-tahiyyat, these are all, they're all hadith. Sayings of the Prophet wasallam. And we've just gone. So imagine how much mercy of Allah is now on this gathering right now. And you can attain this as well. You can attain this every day, every day. We must have as a Muslim some sort of durood sharif in our lives. And I'm going to give you something really easy, really simple. The hadith of Tabarani, the Prophet wasallam has said, whoever recites 10 durood sharif in the morning and 10 in the evening, the Prophet says, my intercession becomes wajib upon him. Let me simplify that because some of you are thinking, what does that mean? If you read Durood Sharif 10 times in the morning, how do you read it one time? Just say, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That's one. Now you just have to say it nine more times in the morning. And any time in the evening, 10 times, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It takes like 10 seconds. If you do that, the Prophet ﷺ says, I will intercede for you on the day of judgment. Which means, I will hold your hand and take you into Jannah. That's what it means. He will hold your hand, take you to Allah and he will say, Oh Allah, this person is not going to hellfire. This person's coming with me. Why? Because he read Durush Sharif upon me 10 times in the morning and 10 times in the evening. Of course, if you can increase and do more, that's awesome. That's amazing. But if you can't, then at least stick to this habit to begin with. Everyone's going to do this inshallah. Minimum 10 times in the morning, 10 times in the evening. Let's uh, get together. We'll do our dhikr inshallah and then we'll conclude with dua. Again, this is a night of dua. What we've done today... What we've done today is just for motivation and encouragement. I do ask everybody when you go home, spare some moments as much as you can, even if it's five minutes, ten minutes, one hour, two hours, whatever you can, and do some individual ibadah. Because ideally, that's what we should be doing. We should be individually in our homes engaging in ibadah. Because we're not doing so, we're keeping these events to give us some encouragement and motivation. So that when we go back, inshallah, we can. Inshallah, one day we'll come, we won't have to hold an event. One day will come, we don't have to hold an event. And everybody will be doing their own individual ibadah. We're holding these events, why? To give us encouragement and motivation. May Allah give us a tawfiq. If we can have the lights uh, switched off, please. Switch this one as well.
بند کر دو بند کر دو اوکے ذکر از دا ریمبرنس آف اللہ ذکر کلینز از دا سول اٹ پش از دا شیطان اوے اینڈ ذکر از اے چانس فار یو اینڈ آئی ٹو ریمبر اللہ ناؤ وی نو ہاؤ فلفی آور ٹنگس ہیو بین ہاؤ کائنڈ از مرسیفل از اللہ تو ہیز الاؤڈ اس ٹو ریمبر ہیم ٹیک ہیز نیم اینڈ دس از سم تھنگ دیٹ میکس از کلوز ٹو اللہ سو اگین وی امیجن وی آر اسپیکنگ ٹو اللہ وی ریمبرنگ ہیم اللہ از لسننگ ٹو می اللہ از واچنگ می اللہ از ود اس ہی نوز واٹ وی آر سینگ وتھ دس ان مائنڈ ان شاء اللہ وی انگیج ان ذکر آئی انکریج ایوری بڈی ٹو ٹیک پارٹ می اللہ گیو از توفیق رسائد در شریف اللہ مصلی علی سیدنا محمد وعلا علی سیدنا محمد و بارک وسلم لا إله إلا الله 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 لا إله موسیقی إلا الله لا إله 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 سبحان اللہ موسیقی 
سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم سبحان الله وبحمده سبحان الله 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 العظيم استغفر الله 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 الله والله 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 الله 
Now it's time for dua. Before we make dua, let's make intention, inshallah. Tomorrow we'll all keep a fast, inshallah. Everyone's making the intention. Tomorrow, inshallah, we keep a fast. This will help us to prepare for Ramadan. And it's also a very special day and one of the days of Sha'ban. And tomorrow, Fajr Salah will be at 5.45. So make an intention to just like you pray the Isha with the congregation. We pray Fajr Salah with the congregation. Even if you sleep for the whole night, because you prayed with Jama'ah, you get the whole night's reward as if you were praying, inshallah. And we will continue as we have every Sunday, our great Fajr campaign, inshallah. After Salatul Fajr, we will have a short reminder and we'll have one lesson, inshallah. And then there'll be time for Quran and Dhikr and Dua and Ishraq. The only difference will be tomorrow morning, we won't be serving breakfast as we usually do because we assume most people will be fasting. But the breakfast service, inshallah, will continue from next week. So we will continue with the Great Fajr campaign. Fajr Salah is at 5.45. I request you all to please make an effort to attend and bring others with you as well. Jazakumullah khairan. Recite the Ru Sharif. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim imnaka hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim imnaka hamidun majid. Ya hayyu ya qayyum. Ya hayyu ya qayyum. يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا ذا الجلال والإكرام لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحان إني كنت من الظالمين اللهم لا أحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك وإلهكم إله واحد لا إله إلا هو الرحمن الرحيم رضينا بالله ربا وبالإسلام دينا وبمحمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رسولا ونبيا الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا 
sinners that I may forgive them. Oh Allah, we are sinners, oh Allah. From head to toe, we are drowning in our sins, oh Allah. Oh Allah, we have committed so much wrong, oh Allah. We are here to confess, oh Allah. Oh Allah, we need your forgiveness, oh Allah. Grant us your forgiveness, oh Allah. Grant us your forgiveness, oh Allah. Grant us your maghfirah, oh Allah. Forgive us, oh Allah. Forgive us, oh Allah. Forgive us, oh Allah. We have disobeyed you, oh Allah. We have committed wrong, oh Allah. We have committed every sin we can think of, oh Allah. Our eyes are polluted, oh Allah. Our ears are polluted, oh Allah. Our entire body is polluted, oh Allah. Our hearts have become corrupt, oh Allah. Cleanse and purify us, oh Allah. On this most blessed night, oh Allah, when you will be forgiving millions, oh Allah, we beg you, oh Allah, grant me your forgiveness, oh Allah. Grant us your forgiveness, oh Allah. We are in need of your forgiveness, oh Allah. Grant us your forgiveness, oh Allah. Grant us your forgiveness, oh Allah. Grant us your forgiveness, oh Allah. Forgive us, oh Allah. Forgive us, oh Allah. Forgive us, oh Allah. Forgive every sin we have committed, oh Allah. Forgive the sins we know of, oh Allah, and the sins we have forgotten about, oh Allah. The major and the minor, oh Allah. The concealed and the hidden, and the ones that are exposed, oh Allah. You know every sin that we have, oh Allah. Oh Allah, forgive us, oh Allah. Create the hatred of sins in our hearts, O oh Allah. Help us to stay away from your disobedience, O oh Allah. Grant us the ability to obey you, O oh Allah. Make your obedience easy for us, O oh Allah. Grant us your love, O oh Allah. Increase us in our love for you, O oh Allah. Increase us in our love for good deeds, O oh Allah. Grant us the love of Iman and Islam, O oh Allah. Grant us the love of the Quran, O oh Allah. Grant us the love of the Quran, O oh Allah. Grant us the love of the Sunnah, O oh Allah. Make us closer to you, O oh Allah. Make us people who fear you, O oh Allah increases in our love for you O Allah you have said in the Quran that the believers are intense in their love for Allah O Allah grant us intense love for you O Allah grant us intense love for you O Allah just as you have intense love for us O Allah O Allah we believe O Allah we believe that this is your great favor upon us O Allah we know that you love us O Allah help us to love you back in return O Allah make us your friend O Allah make us close to you O Allah we know that you are our wali O Allah Make us also love you in return, O oh Allah. O Allah, grant us the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Help us to revive the sunnah within our lives, O oh Allah. Allah, help us to prepare for the holy month of Ramadan, O oh Allah. Grant us a physical and a spiritual cleansing, O oh Allah, so that we can make the most of the blessed month, O oh Allah. Help us to reach the month of Ramadan, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, this night is a night in which you proclaim, is there anyone who is seeking expansion in their sustenance? Anyone who is seeking rizq, that I may give them rizq, O oh Allah. Here we are, O oh Allah. We are broken, O oh Allah. We are going through hardship, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, we are going through difficulties, O oh Allah. Everyone is tied to Allah. Everyone is under pressure, O oh Allah. Grant us barakah in our rizq, O oh Allah. Grant us barakah in our sustenance, O oh Allah. Grant us barakah in our livelihood, O oh Allah. Increase us, O oh Allah. Increase us, O oh Allah. Give us from your treasures, O oh Allah. Your treasures are unlimited, O oh Allah. O oh Razak, we are asking you for your rizq, O oh Allah. O oh Razak, you are the one who gives, O oh Allah. Nobody can provide besides you, O oh Allah. You are the Razak, O oh Allah. We are asking you, O oh Razak, grant Grant us your special rizq, O Allah. Grant us your rizq, O Allah. Give us barakah in our rizq, O Allah. Increase us in our rizq, O Allah. Grant us rizq that we are not dependent on anybody else, O Allah. Those of us who are going through financial difficulties, O Allah. Grant us ease and afiyah, O Allah. Grant us barakah in our rizq, O Allah. Help us to stand on our own feet, O Allah. Those who are drowning in debts, O Allah. Help us to repay our debts, O Allah. O Allah, for you nothing is difficult, O Allah. We're asking you 
you, you make it easy for us, O oh Allah. Grant us afia, O oh Allah. Grant us expansion in our rizq, O oh Allah. You are al-wasi', O oh Allah. You are the giver to Sulaiman alayhi salam. O Allah, you are the giver to everyone, O oh Allah. We ask you just like you granted Sulaiman alayhi salam. O Allah, you grant us the dunya and the akhirah, O oh Allah. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adab al-nar. O Allah, also we know that this night, O oh Allah, is the night in which you remove our difficulties, O oh Allah. There are many of us who are going through health difficulties, O oh Allah. Grant us shifa, O oh Allah. Grant us afia, O oh Allah. Keep us with afia, O oh Allah. O Allah, shifa is in your hands, O oh Allah. Only you can give, O oh Allah. We beg you for your shifa, O oh Allah. We beg you for afia, O oh Allah. Grant us a life of afia, O oh Allah. We thank you for your afia, O oh Allah. You have kept us with good health up until now, O oh Allah. We ask you to increase us in our afia, O oh Allah. Grant us complete shifa, O oh Allah. In the whole Muslim ummah, those who are suffering from any type of illness, O oh Allah, grant them shifa, O oh Allah. Grant them afia, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, those who are going through any type of difficulty, O oh Allah. We all have our own problems, O oh Allah. This is the night in which you remove the difficulties, O oh Allah. You grant ease and afia, O oh Allah. We ask you, O oh Allah, Ya Fattah, Ya Fattah, Ya Fattah. Remove our difficulties, O oh Allah. Grant us ease, O oh Allah. Grant us a solution to our problems, O oh Allah. Help and sustain us, O oh Allah. Protect and guide us, O oh Allah. Guide us along Sirat al Mustaqim, O oh Allah. Have mercy on our parents, O oh Allah. Look after our parents, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, shower our parents with your rahmah, O oh Allah. Become pleased with our parents, O oh Allah. Make us obedient towards them, O oh Allah. Grant them good health and afia, O oh Allah. Those of our parents who have left the world, fill their graves with noor, O oh Allah. Elevate their status on the day of Qiyamah, O oh Allah. Unite us with them in Jannatul Firdaus, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, time is going to come when we all have to leave the world, O oh Allah. We don't know where we will be, what condition we will be in. O oh Allah, we beg you on this most auspicious night, O oh Allah. Make our last day our best day, O oh Allah. Make our final action our best action, O oh Allah. And grant us death with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. O oh Allah, have mercy on the Ummah, O oh Allah. Have mercy upon the Ummah, O oh Allah. Have mercy upon the Ummah, O oh Allah. Muslims, wherever they may be suffering throughout the world, O oh Allah, alleviate their sufferings, O oh Allah. Grant them ease and afia, O oh Allah. Grant them ease and afia, O oh Allah. This coming Ramadan, O oh Allah, make it a Ramadan of victory for this Ummah, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, make it a Ramadan of fat and victory for this Ummah, O oh Allah. Make it a Ramadan of glory, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, you give victory in Badr in Ramadan, O oh Allah. We ask you, make this Ramadan, a life-changing moment for the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Grant Iman, grant Islam and the Muslims glory, O oh Allah. Grant Islam and Muslims victory, O oh Allah. Grant Islam and Muslims the upper hand, O oh Allah. Help the Ummah, O oh Allah. Sustain the Ummah, O oh Allah. Protect the Ummah, O oh Allah. Oh Allah, there is no one to wipe the tears of the Ummah, O oh Allah. Rather, there is no one to wipe the blood of the Ummah, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, the Ummah is bleeding, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, Muslims are being massacred every single day in Gaza and in other places in the world, O oh Allah. A genocide is unfolding live in front of our eyes, O oh Allah. The world is silent, O oh Allah. The world watches on, O oh Allah. And the atrocities continue, O oh Allah. The oppression continues, O oh Allah. We feel so helpless, O oh Allah. What can we do, O oh Allah? We turn to you, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, have mercy upon their condition, O oh Allah. Help them, O oh Allah. Help the people of Gaza, O oh Allah. Help them, O oh Allah. Allah, sustain them, O oh Allah, protect them, O oh Allah.
Allah. Protect them from in front and from behind, O Allah. From on the right and on the left, O Allah. From above and below, O Allah. You become theirs, O Allah. Come to their rescue and aid, O Allah. Protect them, O Allah. Those who have gone from the world, O Allah, consider them amongst the martyrs and the shuhada, O Allah. O Allah, thousands and thousands are wounded, O Allah. Many have lost their limbs, O Allah. They don't have any medical equipment, O Allah. We don't know what kind of condition they're in, O Allah. O Allah, we can't even begin to imagine, O Allah. No food and no drink, O Allah. No medical supplies, O Allah. Nothing, O Allah. They don't have a house to live, O Allah. They don't have anyone to go in, O Allah. Many children have become orphaned, O Allah. They have no parents to look after them, O Allah. And the bombing continues, O Allah. O Allah what kind of a world are we living in, O Allah? The world watches on, O Allah. Allah, we know you will question us regarding this on the day of Qiyamah, O Allah. That my people were dying, but what did you do regarding this, O Allah? O Allah, we feel so helpless, O Allah. Guide us, O Allah. We don't know what to do, O Allah. Help them, O Allah. Sustain them, O Allah. Protect them, O Allah. You come to their aid, O Allah. You come to their aid, O Allah. Put an end to the illegal occupation, O Allah. Put an end to the oppression, O Allah. Restore their rights, O Allah. Grant them peace, O Allah. Grant them justice, O Allah. Allah, strengthen them in their faith, O Allah. Reward them on behalf of the Ummah, O Allah. Reward them on behalf of the Ummah, O Allah. O Allah, increase them in their faith and in the Iman, O Allah. O Allah, you reward them in the best of ways, O Allah. Protect them, O Allah. Protect them, O Allah. Protect them, O oh Allah. You become theirs, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, grant them whatever they need, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, allow the Ummah to wake up, O oh Allah. Allow the leaders to wake up, O oh Allah. Allow the governments to wake up, O oh Allah. Allow each and every human being to understand that they are humans, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, restore humanity to humans, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, humanity has gone from this world, O oh Allah. Restore humanity, O oh Allah. Grant them peace and afia, O oh Allah. Have mercy upon the condition of the Ummah, O oh Allah. Shower them with your mercy, O oh Allah. And this Ramadan, O oh Allah, make it a Ramadan of glory, O oh Allah. Make it a Ramadan of victory, O oh Allah. Make it a Ramadan of opening for them, O oh Allah. Make it a Ramadan in which they see calm, O oh Allah. In which they see settling of this unrest, O oh Allah. In which at least they can breathe, O oh Allah. At least they can fast in the holy month of Ramadan, O oh Allah. Grant ease and afia, O oh Allah. For you nothing is difficult to Allah. No Allah, nothing is difficult for you, O Allah. We don't know your wisdom in this, O Allah, but we believe that everything happens for a reason, O Allah. We beg you, O Allah. We beg you, O Allah. We beg you, O Allah. Sustain and protect them, O Allah. O Allah, and you deal with their enemies, O Allah. You deal with their enemies, O Allah. O Allah, they have transgressed the limits, O Allah. They have gone way beyond the limits, O Allah. O Allah, you do not tolerate zulm in this world, O Allah. We know that you have said in the Quran that you give respite to the oppressors of Allah. We can see this playing out, O Allah. We can see exactly what you are doing, O Allah. You are allowing them to increase in their oppression, O Allah. We believe that you will seize them, O Allah. We pray, O Allah, set the oppressors against the oppressors, O Allah. Set the oppressors against the oppressors, O Allah. O Allah, make their plans fail, O Allah. Make their plans fail, O Allah. O Allah, help them destroy one another, O Allah. O 
Oh Allah, you take care of them, oh Allah. You take care of them, oh Allah. Allah, you take care of them, oh Allah. Just like you took care of Ad and Thamud, oh Allah. Just like you took care of Fir'aun and Namrud, oh Allah. Allah, they also transgressed, oh Allah. But we know that you have a time, oh Allah. There is a time, oh Allah. We don't know when that is, oh Allah. But we beg you, oh Allah. You deal with them in the way you seem fit, oh Allah. You deal with them and protect us from their shar, oh Allah. Allahumma inna naj'aluka fi nuhurihim wa na'udhu bika min shururihim. Allahumma inna naj'aluka fi nuhurihim wa na'udhu bika min shururihim. Allahumma inna naj'aluka fi nuhurihim wa na'udhu bika min shururihim. Allah, protect the sanctity of Haramain Sharifain, oh Allah. Protect the sanctity of Masjid Al-Aqsa, oh Allah. Protect the people of Jerusalem, oh Allah. Protect the people of the West Bank, oh Allah. Allah, we have seen they are going through great difficulties, oh Allah. It's not just in Gaza, it's all throughout Palestine. Have mercy upon all of the Muslims that are there, O oh Allah. Grant them ease and afia, O oh Allah. Let them access Masjid Al-Aqsa freely, O oh Allah. Return Masjid Al-Aqsa to the Muslims once again, O oh Allah. Free Masjid Al-Aqsa, O oh Allah. Liberate Masjid Al-Aqsa from the occupation, O oh Allah. And help Muslims enter Masjid Al-Aqsa in glory, O oh Allah. And worship there freely, O oh Allah, without any restrictions, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, those who have requested us for du'as, O oh Allah, O Allah, grant them their permissible wishes in the dunya and the akhirah, O Allah. Those who are looking to get married, O Allah, grant them pious partners, O Allah. Those who are married and are desirous of children, O Allah, grant them pious children, O Allah. Those of us who have children, O Allah, make our children pious, O Allah. Make them the coolness of our eyes, O Allah. Increase them in iman and Islam, O Allah. Grant them your love, O Allah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked of you many good things. We ask of you the same. He sought your protection from many evils. We seek your protection from the same. Engage in individual dua. Oh Allah, you asked us to call upon you, O oh Allah. We have called upon you, O oh Allah. Accept every brother and sister who've gathered here, O oh Allah. Accept everybody who's following us online, O oh Allah. Accept all of the salah that has been prayed today, O oh Allah. Accept everybody's Quran recitation, O oh Allah. Accept the durood and the dhikr, O oh Allah. Accept all the du'as that have been made, O oh Allah. We beg you for your acceptance, O oh Allah. Rabbana taqabbal minna. Innaka anta sami'ul alim. Wa tub alayna ya maulana. Innaka anta tawwabur rahim. Allah, accept this masjid, O oh Allah. Accept the people of this masjid, O oh Allah. Accept the imams of this masjid, O oh Allah. Accept the students of this masjid, O oh Allah. Accept those who are in the management, O oh Allah. Accept the volunteers, O oh Allah. Accept everybody affiliated to the masjid, O oh Allah. Accept all of the services, O oh Allah. Grant ikhlas and sincerity to all the workers, O oh Allah. Allow us to benefit from this masjid, O oh Allah. Make it a beacon of guidance throughout the world, O oh Allah. Help us to grain your nearness when we come to this masjid, O oh Allah. Help us to make the most of our time when we are here, O oh Allah. Accept this masjid and every masjid throughout the world, O oh Allah. Protect all of the houses of Allah throughout the world, O oh Allah. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta sami'ul alim. Wa tub alayna ya maulana innaka anta tawabur rahim. Allahumma barik lana fi sha'ban. Wabalighna ramadhan. Allahumma balighna ramadhan. Allahumma balighna ramadhan. Birahmatika ya arhamar rahimin.